Christ Church West Shore presents Knots Untied with Gene Sherman and Zach Jones. Today's topic, Simple Church Part 2. I'm Gene Sherman. And I'm Zach Jones. And welcome to Knots Untied, my friends, as we are considering and listening to the Lord and joining the Lord at the work that He's doing around us as we replant the body of Christ known as Christ Church West Shore. And we're walking through Tom Rainer and Eric Geiger's book, Simple Church, together as a community. I encourage you guys to look at it. And while not everything is a direct correlation to us in the Anglican world, you can see where in our lives, uh, both in the laity as well as in the clergy, how we get so busy... With things and lifestyle that uh, really it's probably out of bounds, perhaps, uh, or we have to reprioritize, reset. And so that's what we're going to look at today, beginning with the first couple chapters of Simple Church. And so, Zach, why don't you just run off a couple thoughts for us? Yeah, um, the first thing that struck me uh, when I read through these uh, couple chapters literally just about 30 minutes ago uh, is... I mean, just how simple the idea is, even in the book. Um, they're writing, I believe, both of them are Southern Baptists, I'm mm-hmm. not wrong. Mm-hmm. But so far, um, in these two chapters, I didn't really notice anything that wasn't directly um, applicational to what we're going through um, as a community, um, what uh, Christ Church is weathering through COVID, and really just... Um, having the opportunity to look at like 21st century American culture like dead in the eye. Right. You know? um, they start out with this uh, quote from Einstein, um, out of complexity, find simplicity. And they go on from there to provide a few different um, examples of churches. And they have uh, First Church and Cross Church as their uh, uh, fictional church examples. And what they see is First Church is very... A programmatic, a very pastor centric. Like the pastor is leading all these programs, right? And so he looks for everything from their style of uh, leadership to their calendar, which was a very packed calendar, and then flips it and looks at this cross church. And cross church is simple. They spend five minutes going over calendars um, on their staff meeting. Reason being is there's not much on it. You know, um, and most of us in our uh, 21st century American mindset, if we hear somebody doesn't have a lot in their calendar, we think they're not being effective. But the point that um, Thomas Rayner, and I don't know who the other guy is, I'm forgetting his name, uh, but the point they're trying to make is you don't have to be busy to be productive or right. effective. And that's really right. the, the look at the first chapter there, ending with the idea of um, Matthew 11. 28 to 30, where uh, Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly of heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And what they want to posit to the reader is, um, and particularly to pastors, because I believe that this church is, this uh, book is targeting uh, ministry leaders, is saying, How do we proclaim that message if we aren't taking it seriously ourselves? Right. Going overworked and not focusing on the simplicity of the gospel. 
Exactly. And so when we look at who we are at Christ Church as a people, I want us to really consider this idea of simplifying our Christian lives. Could you take the simple, the, 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 not the simple, but the, the regular family at Christ Church with a couple kids? Um, they're involved in activities both in school, outside of school. What does the Lord ask of them? Yeah. You know, in their walk with the Lord in the body of Christ at Christ Church. And so, number one, why do we exist? Okay, that's our vision statement. You see that on the front of our bulletin every week. And that's not something I expect you to memorize, but I expect you to be familiar with it because it frames our mission statement. As a church of Jesus Christ, Christ Church West Shore exists to help build a great community for all people through a movement of the gospel that brings personal conversion, discipleship and community, meeting needs in the neighborhood, and cultural renewal revival to the West Shore and through it to the world. Well, that's very big and, and broad uh, vision statement. That's what we believe. That's our culture because we believe in gospel preaching, uh, evangelism, making disciples and what have you, and we disciple in community, and we meet the needs of our neighbors. And as we do that, God willing, you'll see renewal, revival uh, in our homes, in our neighborhoods. Well, how do we bring that about? You know, and, and that's what the little churches are all about, quite frankly, that you do not have to be out every night of the week, you know, on this committee, that committee, because that's not helpful to make disciples, quite frankly. Yeah. It can keep you busy, but it's not helpful. And so what we've done is creating a structure for this fall that's going to enable people, both our families, our students, as well as our adults, get plugged in, get encouraged in the Lord to fulfill that vision statement. Yeah. Okay? And so, again, we're aiming this Sunday as kickoff Sunday. And so I want to encourage you, no matter how you are participating on the Lord today with us, whether you're in person or online, we want to remind everybody that we are going back to 8, 9.30, and 11.15, with 8 o'clock being the full BCP communion service at 8, and 9.30 and 11.15 is morning prayer with communion. And we're still keeping every service with one reading right now, in addition to the psalm. And at 9.30, we are doing a modified Kid Cat. So parents, as you're coming back out this week, um, and what we are asking everyone to do is to be consistent. If our, if our children are going to school, why would you not you know, participate in the Lord today? We've taken every precaution and and as I said last week, some people are concerned that, well, I don't want to give it to some of our old folks. Look, most of our older folks, most of them, are watching it online. And if you are an older person listening to this, we are still working on our sound for Sunday mornings. And so we hope to have it even better this week. It was better the last couple weeks, but it still is up and down. So just, you know, again, we're it's me, Zach, and uh, just a group of volunteers just doing the best we can. So hang with us on that. And so, but uh, just come. 
and be part of it. You know, there's nothing like the Holy Spirit using live, in-person worship of himself to encourage us in the reality of his grace and truth. And so with that in mind, at 9.30, our children will be beginning the service with us. They'll leave during the sequence hymn. And then... um, They'll come back at the piece about a half hour or so. You know, after the sermon and the prayers, they'll come back. And so with that in mind, um, and the kids are downstairs on carpet squares, socially distanced, wear their masks. And if the kid's in the nursery, they don't have to. And then at the 1115 service, we're going to do the children's sermon like we've been doing it for the past six months. And uh, there's a cry room for the nursery if that's what you so choose to take advantage of. So that's the first thing. prioritizing and intentionally participating in the Lord's day, whether in person or online, all right? That's number one. And number two, for a little church experience, that a group of walking through in community with one another, carving out Wednesday night, all the little churches except for the Wednesday morning little church, all the little churches are coming together on Wednesday night, 7.30, beginning on the 16th, and we're going to take the sermon from this previous Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, which will be John chapter 2 with Jesus cleansing the temple. And then we're going to do a Bible study using the questions that are in the book together, processing it. And then as we process it, at the end of that, we'll have questions brought forth from both the online community as well as the in-person community. And, and I know... For all our students that might be listening, Zach will be doing this with the students, yeah, you know, nights, on yeah. Tuesday nights. And so um, there's, there's ways we can not only grow together, but also serve together. Now, again, our culture is meeting the needs in our community. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're holding each other accountable to do that. So if you're watching online... Our analytics will show me who's watching online, and I'm going to reach out. So why don't you come join us if you're able, if you're able. You know, I understand not everybody's able to, but what we want to do is is be the presence of Christ in this community to people who our lives are the, the only Bible they're going to read, and they're going to notice, my friends, especially in this increasingly secular culture. Um. It's important to recognize that wherever we go, no matter what your vocation is, there is no such thing as an ordained job. Yeah. There are those of us who equip and those of us who, uh, who, who are sent. And that's, that's what most of the people at Christ Church are. You're sent disciples of Jesus Christ and you are an ordained businessman, woman. You're an ordained uh, lawyer, you're ordained physician, you're an ordained nurse, ordained teacher, being Christ in that place, doing excellent work. And that's what we exist for. And so, hey, what you just heard was simple church. Down the road, we hope to have something on Sunday mornings as well. But uh, I see this as the pattern going forward. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I'm um, just looking at a little bit more uh, from that book. Like They really simplify in that way. If you're uh, listening to this podcast, you probably noticed we really just talked about two things, you know, um, Sunday morning attendance, coming in and worshiping with the body, and going and being a part of a little church one day a week. The reality is, like, for a church to 
grow. And by I say when I say grow, I don't mean butts and seats. I mean disciples in the streets. You know? Right, so right. That kind of growth doesn't happen if we're all here full time. The reality is, like, the people who should be at the church full time, and even we are out in the community um, during the workday even as well, are Gene and I. You know, mm-hmm. everybody else, like, you being the church doesn't mean just, like, coming here, like, and just being in the building. It means taking the simple concept of just being a light, right, in your community, in your place of work, and things like that. This quote, like, struck out to me from um, chapter one of this book, uh, Simple Church, where they say, many of our churches have become cluttered so cluttered that people have a difficult time encountering the simple and powerful message of Christ. So cluttered that many people are too busy doing church instead of being the church. And that's what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> Just be simple. Be clean cut. Like, for the for Christ church to grow, it's not going to grow um, in a healthy way. I don't mean artificial growth. Of right. Just like having people on Sundays, but truly growing as the body of Christ and as disciples who make disciple makers that's only going to happen if we're reaching out to the people around us. Right. You're not hiding in our Christian bubble, but being out in the community. So what does that look like for the typical, let's take the age brackets of Christchurch. Sure. So you've got the, the young adults with just a couple kids. What does that look like for a young family with just a couple young kids right now? I, just, I mean, there's several ways that come to mind, but I think just a simple way to get you started is look at that other young couple that has one or two kids in your community. Invite him over for dinner and games. And so you can commiserate about how crazy it is raising a kid during COVID. And you also just get to know each other. They all, you want to be able to invite them to church, for sure. And you want to be able to proclaim the gospel, for sure. But underneath all that is just real, authentic friendship. These people have, have something in common with you. They're in their late 20s, early 30s, and raising kids. So just be a part of their life. You know, It doesn't have to be crazy. I remember um, growing up, um, my parents invited this um, couple that ended up going to the church, and he actually, it turns out he was a pastoral candidate and ended up being our pastor. But um, they invited him, his wife, and his kids to our home all the time just to play games. And that's how I learned Euchre, incidentally. But it was also <laughs> a time where me and my brothers, at that time, my little brother and sister were not born. So just me and my twin brother and my little brother hung out with their kids and just talked to them because we knew them, you know? It was relationship. It wasn't crazy. It wasn't a program, and it wasn't obnoxiously like trying to bend their will to whatever I wanted to direct the conversation to. It was just getting to know people, right? And it grew from there, right? So that's, that's young couples. Well, that's just that's just that sounds very much like um, what would happen with with folks my age that are you know in their fifties or they're, or they got high school kids. That still works for that age bracket. Yeah. I would encourage, especially, I mean, when I arrived here 10 years ago, um, and Kimmy and I look back, and we didn't take advantage of it the way we could have. We tried in many ways just to gossip the gospel up with these neighbors, but just to, why not invite invite them over after a game or invite people over? Um, and then as you get to know them, you know, all of a sudden spiritual conversation seems to come up, you know, down the road. Uh, invite them to church. And this is one of those Sundays, with kickoff Sunday, it's a great time to invite that one. Yeah. You know? You know what happens after the service this Sunday is the first football games of the year. So why don't you come to church and let's grab a beer and watch the game after? Right, right. how easy that is. Right, that's, 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 
you've got friends who who aren't plugged in somewhere, I'm sure, that that's a super winsome invitation. I mean, the Browns are playing in Baltimore, right? I think they are at 1 o'clock kickoff, and you will be home after 11.15 service by 1 o'clock, and uh, you can can, uh, put some burgers on the grill and watch the Browns play. God willing, it'll be a win. But, but, and, and, you know, I mean, this is, this is not rocket science. Now, I know this is a real challenge for our older friends. Yeah. Because many of our older friends, as I've spoken to them, if you happen to be listening to this, you're thinking, and some of you have expressed to me, well, all my friends go to church. All my friends are already Christians. Okay, well, you know, if they're, if they're happy with their church, um, Leave them alone from inviting them to church and just be a friend, number one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start there. Just And as you know, just because they go to church doesn't mean they're a Christian. And so as, as you reach out to your friends, you will know where they are in Christ after a while. As you just prompt and ask good questions of the question to find out where they are in Christ. And if they are Christians, praise God. If they're not, you know, and they're still happy with their church, more than likely we're not going to be able to get them to come to a kickoff Sunday or a Christmas Eve service. But just love on them. And by loving on them, even while you disagree with them theologically, you will show the difference that Christ has made. And in that, you're making much of Christ. In the same hand, do not think that all your neighbors know Christ, you know, where you live, where you well, you don't work anymore, you're retired, but where you hang around because you're hanging around and where you're playing can sometimes be the same place. Yeah. So I would encourage you just to be open to the Lord takes you home to joining the Lord at the work that he's doing around you because he is at work. And the only reason the American church isn't seeing the Holy Spirit move, I believe, is because we are closing our eyes and ears to what's going on in the culture. And so uh, just be a friend to people. And as we are friends to people and we're talking and getting to know people, then uh, we can reach out and invite people. But this is a great Sunday with the cleansing of the temple because people got preconceived ideas of who Jesus is. And this event blows people away. Yeah, You know. And this was in chapter two, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was a great. I go, ooh, there's my outline, sermon outline, right there yeah. <laughs> for this Sunday, um, but not quite, but very similar. But Jesus, people think of, of God in all kinds of ways, which aren't the real God whatsoever. So I just want to encourage everyone: um, we are disciples making disciple makers. Yeah. And as we are, that's our mission statement. That's what we're about. And so, how we're making disciples, starting right with our families, starting with ourselves, with our families, and then being part of a little church, discipling one another, yeah. you know, rubbing up in there, iron sharpens iron, and encouraging everyone to be a part of a growing community that's healthy. In, in every respect with a great love for our community. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to just quickly double back to um, the age group that I spend most of my time with right now. It's the high schoolers and some of the um, older middle schoolers who have um, decided to join us at youth group, which is super awesome. And talk about what it looks like for you guys, if you're listening, or parents, if you're listening as well. Like, this would be a good way for you to encourage your friends. Really, like, I guess I just 
think that it's always simple in my mind, and I think it can be. Um, and talk to your friends, you know, like just ha have friends. Really, is the bottom line. Is like communicate with them, be kind to them, you know, um, be the one that rises above and has good sportsmanship, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. and invite them to church with you, you know. Um, if you are frustrated with the service because you think it's dumb or you think it's like too long or you think it's boring, well, invite your friends and then you can complain together <laughs> after the service and just complain about it regularly and keep coming regularly, you know. But then also, like, be a part of a little church. Like, so if all you're doing is Sunday, like, it's great, it's awesome. Sunday is a great place to be. But, like, there's something missing, you know, if all you're doing is receiving. But if you're part of a little church, you can give as well and um, be somebody who shows love to other people, right? I know that um, the Gen Zers that I work with are really about just reaching the community. So Praise God. So for y'all, like, the ones, all, a lot of you, who, if you're listening to this, are probably already doing it because um, you're doing it with me on, um, every month. But just go serve somebody, you know? It doesn't have to be complicated. There's no pressure in that. You're just loving somebody. Right. And that's just normal human relationship. That's really all that the church, like, is meant to be throughout the week is, what does it look like to have a redeemed human relationship? Just, like, what does this look like when it's done the way God wants it to be done? Right, right. It's so simple. So, with that in mind, there you have Simple Church Part 2. We're going to continue this journey uh, throughout this upcoming uh, fall season, just walking through the various aspects of Tom Rainer and Eric Geiger's book that Zach and I are reading. Like I said, I encourage you to, to, to get yourself a copy because that's what we are aiming to do as we replant Christ Church. Um, because, friends, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and this is, these are extraordinary times, and God is the, the ruler of the church, and we know he reigns. Mm -hmm. And this pandemic did not catch him by surprise. And so, having said that, uh, we're going to walk out of this a healthier community and loving one another better than before. And so, we invite you to come and be part of Kickoff Sunday at Christ Church at any of those uh, three services on Sunday morning. Also, Thursday night. You know, if you're going to be gone this weekend for whatever reason, come Thursday night. That's what the service is for. Um, it's the same sermon on, as on Sunday morning. I finish it. Thursday afternoon, I take a break, and then I come preach it on Thursday evening. That's a wonderful way to kick off your weekend, quite frankly. And even you go into the Friday morning refreshed, knowing that uh, the Lord is with you. And uh, again, so get your copy of Becky Pippert's book, Discovering the Real Jesus. I'm sending out the link this afternoon. This is being recorded on Tuesday, September 8th, is it? What, what, this is the 8th. 8th, yeah. September. It's Tuesday, September 8th. And uh, we're going to put it up, uh, the podcast, immediately after we're done here. And with, with that in mind, I uh, just look forward to seeing you this weekend, as well as plugging into our big little church. Yeah. I'd like to just quickly um, use, close, close with this uh, statement from this book, Chapter 2. It's called The Simple and Not-So-Simple Church in Action. They just interviewed this church that was representing the simple church process. And their motto was, love God, love others, and serve the world. It's simple, right? So he says... Okay, so love God, love others, and serve the world is your purpose. What is your process? Uh, and then the guy says, love God, love others, and serve the world is our process. There we That's go. Just, 
simple church in a nutshell right there. Amen. Amen. So, in closing, I'm Gene Sherman. I'm Zach Jones. And we'll see you this Thank weekend. Thank you so much for listening to Knots Untied. If anything you've heard today sparks a thought or question, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to me, Gene Sherman, at gsherman at ChristChurchWestShore.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for community updates on Christchurch West Shore. God bless.